Hello and welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chipo. And I am Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. And today we are watching episode 27 of Futariwa, A New Darkness Closes In, Save the Lost Poland. Also known as A New Evil Gathers. This is definitely the first time we're talking about it. Oh, yeah, it's definitely not something that we had to stop almost at the end (laughs) and start over. That would be ridiculous. When have we ever had to re-record an episode? Leave all this dead silence in. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, as you can tell, Futariwa is not over. We have a new darkness. Three... New darknesses in specifics as we learn at the start of this episode. Well, first we start this episode off in a, f- not a field, but like the side of like a river where there's a bunch of like plants and like flowers and the flowers immediately start wilting and this beanstalk thing kind of emerges out of the ground and it forms into a man. Now we don't see this man. We just see the shadow of this plant that's turning into a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like... The, so, the plant looks like a beanstalk. Did we say that this time? No, we didn't. This... <laughs> you mean the first time? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, the first time. For sure, for sure. Yes, uh... It look It does, did remind me of a beanstalk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we talk about how anime has trained me to expect a new OP, OP halfway through the season. Yes. And then I search about it for a little bit, and then we find out that um, it's because, from what people were suggesting, it's because, you know, anime tends to go through seasons. So, like, for this part of, you know, for, like, you know, spring, summer, winter, fall type seasons. Yes. Um, and... When it goes in between seasons, that's when they would normally change because there would be like a small break in the middle. But I'm guessing because Pretty Cure, much like Sailor Moon before it, goes nonstop year round until it's over. Yes. yes. They just don't. Uh, so later seasons of Pretty Cure do change their openings and endings halfway through. I don't remember. Which season started that? Because I haven't seen all the seasons. We'll find out eventually. Yes. And yes, Pretty Cure starts in February and goes to January. So it starts at like the end of the winter season and goes to like the middle of the winter season for the next year. Mm-hmm. And I imagine there's not really any breaks in between. No, not that I'm aware of. Um, so... The queen tells the Meepos that the dark dude sent seeds to the field of rainbows. Yes. The dark dude, when he was destroyed, he sent some seeds out. And this is bad because these seeds are going to grow and start draining life and energy from the field of rainbow. And the queen kind of says this might 
allow the Jakku King to come back to life. So he hasn't been mm-hmm. technically permanently destroyed. He's gone, but there's a chance he could come back. Which explains why the queen herself has also not been destroyed. Yes. Yes, that does make sense. Because if one is destroyed, the other will also be destroyed. But she's still kicking. Mm-hmm. Sitting in her throne room, just being a giant lady. So she sends the meeples back to the Field of Rainbows, back to Earth. And she sends Poland with them, because he has a great power that will guide them to the future. You know. The power of a baby. The, yes. The power of a baby. A power of a baby whose head is too big for he got dang feet. Yes. So we cut to Nagisa's room where the fairies, where we learn that the fairies are like recapping this conversation with the queen to the cures. And Poland's just like hopping around on the bed. Mm-hmm. So much energy. Yes. And I mentioned that I will not disclose how long it's been since I jumped on the bed. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I mentioned that between the two of us, you're the fairy prince from another dimension. Yes. Yes. Um, And then... Do we talk about how Poland's tired from being in fairy mode? Yes, because, you know, he didn't have to turn into a weird pocket computer back in the Field of Light. But the Field of Rainbows is very different, you know? You gotta you gotta be a phone if you're a fairy. You just gotta be a phone. I know I spend half my day as a phone. Sometimes you just gotta be a phone. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Poland falls asleep and then he, like, opens up and says they're waking up. Ah, yes. And I said that I thought he was being, like, sleep-possessed or whatever, but he's aware of what he's doing because he's like, I have no idea what that means, but I just know that they're waking up. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. They're just waking up. They're waking up to ash and dust. I wipe my brow and I sweat my lust. Uh, I don't get that one. <laughs> oh, it's you, it's radioactive by uh, Imagine Dragons. You've never heard. Radio- I've heard the song. I don't. I haven't heard it enough to know the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> the starting lyrics are "I'm waking up to ashes." <laughs> the only part of radioactive I know is the part where he says "radioactive" twice. <laughs> That's it. That's the only part I know. Clearly, I've listened to this song a lot more than you have. I guess. Ah. We cut to an office building where this man is, you know, just a man. Yeah, just a regular businessman that we're seeing for no reason whatsoever. Exactly. Certainly, there's nothing weird going on with this businessman, you know? Just a totally normal dude. He's just handed in his business proposal to his boss, as you do, and then he leaves. (laughs) And we never see him again. Nope. That's a wrap on business, man. <laughs> sometimes they just gotta remind us that people do business. Yeah, sometimes we just need to see a man sell a vacuum cleaner to a totally totally normal dude. <laughs> that vacuum cleaner is still out there somewhere. It's got a tiny footprint on it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so we cut to the next day. Inaisa has gotten a phone call from Honoka, and when she shouts, her mother stands up and, like, hits her head on a, like, it's not a lamp, it's like a light shade. Why is this is light it, shade so- Is it like a chandelier? Well, no, Or is it I, just like a lamp? 
it looks like it's like a lampshade, like around like a light bulb that's just kind of like hanging over the kitchen table. That's a chandelier. Is that a chandelier? Chandeliers can be of any size, I think. Hold on, let me look up the etymology of chandelier. I always feel like chandeliers should be more like fancy than just like a lamp shade over a bulb. A chandelier. I, no, I don't want to know about the Sia song, Chandelier. I want to know about chandeliers. So chandelier versus ceiling light. Um, in, um, okay, so it's a pendant light. The main difference oh. between pendant and chandelier lighting is how it is hung from the ceiling. Okay. okay. Pendant lights hang from one cord from one cord or chain system, with usually just one or maybe a pair of lights at the end. Okay, that's interesting. That's a fun fact I did not know before, but I do now. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there and you were wondering what the difference was, now you know. You know, you learn things. Let's learn things listening to this podcast. And if you don't know, well, now you know. Yeah. So, we learn that Poland has, like, one off. He's just... He's just decided to go party in the city. Uh, we get a scene before Nagisa heads over to where her brother asks who this he is. And Nagisa puts, puts him in her... Signature move. Yes, her signature move. It's so funny, the mom in the background just kind of looks like... Same shit every day, you know, with my kids. It's very... I was abused by her expression. So Poland's up to some stuff. Yeah, he's, uh... It's a baby's day out. <laughs> he heads to an arcade where he, like, wiggles his way up into a crane game where there's a bunch of stuffed dolls in there who he starts trying to talk to. You know, he's from the field of light where there's just a bunch of, like weird animal people and fairies that all kind of look like stuffed animals if we're going to be honest yeah so before he can learn that he's gone into a crane game uh, full of stuffed animals the crane comes down and picks them up and plops them out of it because these teen girls are using it and once he's out he says popo to them and then just runs off and they're like what what just happened <laughs> Good question. These girls are going to be mystified by this experience for the rest of their lives. Like, did that really happen? Did a stuffed animal just talk to us and then run off? They'll just all assume it was an animal. Yeah. What kind of animal would you think Poland could be a dog? A dog, for sure. Yeah. A weird dog. A weird baby dog. We see that Ponica and I are looking for him. They split up to see if they can find him. Uh, and then we see he's down a small alleyway, you know, still like continuing on in the city, still having a baby's day out until a black cat comes and starts chasing him, which then runs them both into a dog and the dog scares the cat. And I almost said Meeple. This is not Meeple. This is Poland. Yeah. Poland turns into his... I'm just gonna call it a phone. I know it's not really like a phone, but it's just easier to say phone. Um, so the cures are like, alright, what are we gonna do? Um, where should we go? And the Meepos were like, hey, he's a baby. He's a very curious baby. And now he says, well, if he's a baby, then he'd be at the bakery. Yes. You know... Well, babies go. Yeah, haven't you heard the phrase bun in the oven? Uh, I don't think that's what that means. I'm saying the connection between bakeries and babies is there. 
You're, I mean, that's true. You do say bun in the oven, and that does work for both babies and bakeries. Nagisa's reason is that when she was a kid, she wouldn't budge from a bakery until her mother, until her mother bought her something. So if she was like that as a kid, then Poland probably is too. Meeple has a line where he's like, ah, so you are always a handful. What's the name of that thing? Oh, I gotta figure it out. What thing? Um, it's like a, it's the thing, it looks like a, a shell. It's a pastry. It's got chocolate oh, filling. Those are so delicious. I know what you're talking about. Uh, basically, I'm just asking, I was gonna ask which side do you think Nagisa eats first, the big side or the small side? I think she eats the big side. Hmm. <laughs> you know, she just bites into it because she wants that cream right away. Or the chocolate. Whatever is inside. I'm going to try to figure out what it's called real quick. I think when I eat them, I would always eat, like, bite the small side first. Cornet. That's what it was. Cornets, yes. I generally don't actually like eating things that are, like, filled with, like, cream or jelly or chocolate. I've never had a chocolate cornet. Oh, they're pretty good. You can- I would always, like, see them at, like, the convenience store, so I would always buy them. When I, like, would walk to work at my old store, I, I would pass by a convenience store and I would buy coffee and a little cornet to eat on my way to work so I could eat something before I worked. But, like, I don't like- sorry. No, go ahead. I don't like eating, like, jelly-filled donuts or, like, other stuff that's, like, filled with, like, a cream or something. I don't know why. Mm, I get that. I mean, I like a good Boston cream donut every now and then, but I can understand not liking a custard or something inside your pastry. Yeah. Um, I think baby Nagisa would eat it from the small side and all the filling would fall out the big side and she'd get, cry about it and then wouldn't learn her lesson and do it again. Oh, no! <laughs> Poor baby Nagisa. But I can absolutely picture that in my mind. That sounds like Honaka. Honaka? Jesus Christ. That sounds Christ. like Honaka. <laughs> that sounds like Nagisa. God. It's been a while since I mixed them up. I'm getting better at it. Or am I getting worse at it because I just messed up? Hmm. Hmm. This is a good question. Well. I mean, it depends on where you're measuring, right? Yeah. I haven't mixed up Meeple and Mipple in a while. No, but you did mess, mix up Mipple and Poblin. Which is a bigger leap. Yes. <laughs> listen, listen. I say we just call it all a wash. Yes. From here on out, you forget everything I've said before. I won't mess up any longer. <laughs> all right, so we got to start the episode now, over now because you told them to forget <laughs> everything that you've said before. No, Cassidy, we can't start it over again. Again? You mean for the first time? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyways, where are we? So, they go off towards the bakery, saying it's worth a shot to see if Poland's there. They don't really have any other leads, so anywhere is better than nowhere. Mm -hmm. We see Poland is underneath a bridge. He's calling out for Meeple and Mipple. Under the bridge downtown. Yes. Because, you know, he's sad now. He's like, hey, I just want to go back home. <laughs> I'm done being a baby out on the streets. And uh, he then is like, wait a minute. They're waking. They're waking up. So we see the businessman again. Yes. He's back. Feels like we've been a half hour since we talked about the businessman. <laughs> 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 yes. 
Yes, this businessman. He's, uh, well, we see the businessman, and we see that, uh, in the office, this guy is watching the news. He's watching the weather, and apparently this typhoon's gonna come in. And he's very sad about this, because, like, he wanted to go golfing, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't golf in a typhoon. Luckily for him, it looks like it's actually going away like further to the east of Japan. Yes. So he should be fine. Yeah, you probably get some rain, but there's nothing to worry about. Right? Tut tut, looks like rain. We also see that a bunch of girls and one of the other office guys are looking at photos from probably like a weird, not a weird, but from like a, what are they called? Like a business trip. Yeah, business trip. Why couldn't I remember the word business trip? I don't know. Uh, so we see one of the pictures is uh, of all the business people, and that guy's there. And he's the only one that's not smiling. And he's also much taller. Yes. He's a very tall man. And we see that in, like, right now, in the present day, he just starts staring at the TV. He's just like intensely looking at, like, footage of this typhoon. And everyone's like, hey, are you alright? Ah! And then he runs through the glass wall out the window. Yes, he runs right out the window. And then he transforms into this weird outfit. He turns- Shadow man. He turns evil. And it's very unfortunate what happens from here on out. He's just- He's just vibing up in the sky. <laughs> no, if only he was just vibing. <laughs> uh, no, instead he's like up there and he's just like flexing his muscle mus- muscles <laughs> and crunching his body. Um, <laughs> yes, he's just screaming and like flexing, and it's very upsetting. The more upsetting part, really, is that um, everything in the office goes back to normal. Yes. It, like, goes back to when... Like, just before he walked into, like, the room, basically, yeah. Yeah. And you see the picture again, and he's just not there. Like, he never really existed. So, are we to assume that when he... Because he's definitely the person who sprouted from the ground at the start of this episode, that somehow he integrated into this office with, like, a whole background... Like, a whole life. And then when he turned evil, it got erased. Pheromones. Ah. I'm just trying to understand, like, what happened exactly. I think it's that. I think the plant man uses pheromones to control time. Pheromones to control time? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have an alternative idea of what could happen. So I will go with that. I mean, what else could it be? Um, let's see if I can come up with another weird answer. The uh, darkness. <laughs> what we, what ha- Okay, here's my theory. So when we saw him sprout out of the ground at the start of the episode, mm-hmm. is that, that that seed that was sent was actually sent into the past. Go on. So that he was able to integrate himself into the field of rainbow, into human life. So he was like, what's the best thing to do to integrate myself into this new world I'm in? Join a business. So he's already been a businessman for years, but when he transformed into his true self, 
he had to erase that. Like, it never existed. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. It all makes sense now. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> this is where you would see the sign that says, doesn't understand anything. <laughs> starts like weirdly flexing and crunching up in the sky we see that the typhoon actually is now coming straight towards japan yes and he's just screaming yes and charging up his power like it's a dragon ball yes we also i wanted to mention this before he jumps out the window when he's like staring at the tv we can just hear this heartbeat it's very it's kind of creepy like you can just hear this heartbeat like so like speeding up like you can hear his heart beat, beat, beat to the beat of the drum. Yes. <laughs> is that is that anything? What is that song is that from? Uh, the one where the guy says "Shut up and dance with me." I think. Oh, okay. I know I, that song. I, I don't know if that's also an Imagine Dragon. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that's Imagine Dragon. Oh no! Shut up and dance with me is "Walk the Moon." I don't know any of these things. It's. <laughs> I really like Walk the Mood. They do some pretty good music. I'm bad at music, is the thing. Yeah. Between me and you, I'm the music person. For sure, for sure. Yes. And I'm the one who knows French Canadian. (laughs) 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 That's a true statement. (laughs) I know the the weird pineapple. Yes. Named Anana. On and on. Uh, as this guy is up in the air, the weather starts like it starts like pulling out, and the wind's like whipping everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pictures the are, like, are like, "Hey, wait a minute, what's going on?" Uh, we see Poland is under some stairs in his fo- in his uh, phone form, hoping someone comes to save him. All right, Charlie, I need you to do me a favor. Yes. Check your recording. Uh, yes, it's fine. I can. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Okay, I just wanted to make sure, because we're at the exact same point again. Okay. <laughs> yes, we are. But this time, it didn't suddenly stop in the middle of, well, only seven minutes in. So as this weather, like, starts, like, going really bad, all of a sudden, it's absorbed into this man. Yes. He, he gets- eats it. And he gets buffer, and his muscles start creaking, like, creak. Yeah, they saw like pulsating. It's just watch this episode. Just like watch this episode, like halfway in to like see exactly what this looks like. Cause it's I did not I do not like this. And if all of these new villains are gonna have weird body pulsations like this man, I'm not about it. Yeah, weird pulsy boy. Yes. So after he does this, he spots Poland. And he's like, hey. He senses the energy. Yes. He's like, hey, why are you here? Aren't you from the Field of Lights? And Poland's like, goodbye, strange pulsating man. I'm going to run away. Mm-hmm. And he pulses some more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the pretty heroes get to the bakery and they're like, hey, what? And the, the Meepos can sense Poland's energy nearby turns out he's in the parking garage cornered again by the weird man yes the weird man is like hey are you the ones and they're like what does that mean and he starts like screaming and bulging again once this happens and the pretty heroes are like yeah let's transform (laughs) yeah 
So they transform, and what we so, learn- <laughs> this guy's powers are good. He shoots wind out of his pecs, <laughs> but in a painful way. <laughs> he is clearly in physical pain from shooting wind out of his pecs. Yes, he's able to blast the pretty cures backwards, and- uh, during this, Nagisa is holding on to Poland, like he's like tucked into her arms, and she's like, "Don't, I won't, I'm not gonna let you go. Don't worry." We can also see that besides wind, he's also able to send like the darkness out, and when he shoots like this darkness at them, it knocks them back. But we also see that like all these, all these cars have gotten like destroyed. Yeah. So he starts walking down the uh, parking garage. Looking for the pretty cures. And Honoka tries to come up, like, behind him to, like, surprise him. Mm-hmm. And he blasts at her, but misses. And then he is able to, like, grab her leg and toss her over to where Honoka shows up. And the two of them are able to, like, kind of, like, do, like, this flip in the air. And then try and come down together to kick him. Oh, no. Sorry. My notes are they knock his legs out from beneath him. And then try and, like... Yeah kick him, like, come, like, down, like, on top of him with their legs. But he's able to, like, attack them and send them flying again. Mm-hmm. And this time, Poland flies out of Nagisa's arms. But she's able to catch him before he just beefs it into the ground. Much like the squid. Yes. I, about this time, like, Poland passes out and Nagisa gets really mad about it. And Honoka also gets mad and, like, okay... It's big move time. It's time to do a Pudicure Marvel screw. So my first thought when watching this episode, because Poland's here now, and the queen is like, you have this amazing power. I thought that the attack wouldn't work, and like Poland would like wake up or do something and like increase their powers somehow. Not yet, at least. Yeah. So that doesn't happen. It could it, it probably will, but I thought that was going to happen, like, right now, but that's not what happens. Because they, like, blast him, and he's able to defend it with darkness. And there's, like, this moment where, like, like you know, like, when two people do, like, real powerful attacks, and, like, the blast, like, goes one way, and then it comes A back. A power clash. Yeah. And eventually, like, most of those power clashes. Do you want to know what my note says for this section? I would love to. Chest pulse dark shield power clash. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what happens. Mm-hmm. He pulls his darkness out of his chest. You know, all of his magic comes from his pecs. It's true. His weird pulsating pecs. Get you a man that can flex and expel darkness. Uh, that's not me, though. I can't expel darkness when I flex. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> you know, that's my goal for this year is to uh, get buff enough that I can just expel darkness and wind from my pecs. Who knows what'll happen once you get that weight off your chest. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) The real trans mask agenda. Get top surgery so you can blast darkness out of your chest. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) So, (laughs) there's an explosion. Uh Uh-huh. And when the uh, dust settles, this man is gone, and the parking garage looks normal. All the cars that were destroyed are, like, back to normal. 
it's really convenient that when they when the bad guys loses, the everything goes back to normal. Yeah. Saves on uh, people's insurances and bills that they don't have to worry about their stuff being destroyed. Yeah, you don't have to worry about construction costs and all of that stuff. Yes. We um. Go ahead. Uh, no, you can go ahead. I was gonna say we see the guy again. He's in the sky, and I fi- I thought he looked like he had less muscles. Hmm. Like he was a little bit more slender. He's definitely yeah. still super ripped, but he's not like bulging like he was after he ate that storm. Oh yeah, I'm looking at him now because I have the episode up, and he's just kind of like standing up in the sky. He's not as buff. He- and he's, like, doing, like, this pose where, like, his arms are crossed and he's, like, staring straight into the camera, like, hmm. There's a close-up on his face and then it cuts to Magus's house again, where mm-hmm. Poland's jumping on the bed. One fell off and bumped his head. Mama called the doctor and the doctor said, no more Poland's jumping on the bed. Oh, I was expecting you to finish the line. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I failed you. Can't believe you've done this. I know. I'm sorry. Can you forgive me? We'll see. <laughs> uh, so we have this seed where, like, Poland's there and Meeple's like, hey, don't you need to go home? Because I guess Poland lives with uh, Meeple and Honoka. And he's like, yeah, I should, but let's play first. And, like, Meeple gets, like, upset because, like, I don't know why he took it as, like, oh, You'll accept me to play with. So, so Poland says the phrase, I'll even play with you. Oh. Because um, I think it's like an insult because I guess Mipple's old or whatever. Mipple's like an old man in comparison. <laughs> Alright, I guess I missed that line. So I was like, why is he getting so upset? It's Mipple's reaction here is like if you called a 26 year old a boomer. Yeah, and Meeple starts, like, chasing Poland around the room, and Nagsa's just, like, sitting there like, why me? Why do I have to put up with this? Mm-hmm. And that's the episode! Yeah. So we got some new darkness, some new evil people. We still have the same ending, which does not include these new people. So we have the same mm-hmm. opening, the same ending, which don't include, like, the new characters, like Poland and whoever these evil go- seed guys are. Uh, and we get previews for next week where it looks like we're going to be meeting another one of these weird plant people. And Grandma's there. Yes. And there's a beach and a volcano. Also, I have one last note here on on my notes. Um, and it says that I think I love Popo. Oh? He's cute. He is pretty cute. He's a baby. If you had to rank the uh, three fairies, mm-hmm. uh, how would you rank them? Who's your favorite? Um... Probably Poland, honestly. And then Beeple and then Beeple. <laughs> yeah. It's not actually as wide as a spread as you might think. It's all generally pretty close. And Mipple doesn't get much characterization. Yeah. And is thus in the average just for being average. That's true. We we get a lot more Meeple throughout the series, but the show does focus more on Nagisa over Honoka. But yeah, that's it. Next time we meet, I think, the girl... In the previews, might be the new, or no, maybe not the girl, but or the weird guy in the trench coat and hat. Either one. I think that might have been a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Ninja Turtle is crossing over with Freddy here. I mean, they crossed over with Power Rangers, so it's not far fetched because that's a Pokemon. I mean, you're right. I now I'm trying to wonder if 
Quidditcher has canonically crossed over with any other series. Alright, let me Google Pretty Cure Crossovers. It has to, right? Um. <laughs> I mean, I'm seeing something here that says Bones Pretty Cure. Bones Pretty Cure? Bones. Oh, this is a fandom of Pretty Cure Wiki. That's less interesting. I mean, it's actually more interesting, but less interesting for what I'm looking for. What is. So I looked it up too, and looking down at the list on Google, and I just see one link that says uh, Heartfelt Healing. And it says worm slash pretty cure. What's worm? Worm like the video game worms? I don't know. I'm clicking on it to see what's it saying. I found the link that says my ideas for a pretty cure and Transformers crossovers. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything about the worm. Would you say worm video game? Yeah, worms. They're like games where you shoot at each other. It's 2D turn-based. Hmm. So this is what it says. Uh, Taylor Herbert's life is one of pain and suffering. She is bullied relentlessly by her former best friend at school, and her father's long hours leave her with little but the memory of her dead mother at home. She has survived oh. more than lived the last year and a half, but a particularly cruel prank has pushed her to no longer have the strength to keep going with her head held high. It's at this point that things get weird, when she is hit in the face by a tiny rabbit-looking creature called a fairy, and finds herself standing across from Putrefica, general of the armies of Va, who serves the Blight Lord. Whatever the hell that means. This may just be the oddest turning point to a person's life in history. Sounds good to me. Oh my god, it's a fanfic. This is. Gross. I need to know if this is what I think it is. Um, no, that's not as. That's not what I thought of. I saw something that said Gonzo pretty cure, and I was hoping it would be a crossover with the Muppets. That would be incredible. It doesn't look like outside of the All-Star movies where it crosses over with itself between the series that Pretty Cure has crossed over with any other piece of media. Does not look like it, no. Um, someone did a Digimon Pretty Cure. Ooh. It's actually kind of funny. Like, not like funny, like, haha, look at this thing that these nerds did, but like, uh, oh, that's a, c- a cute thing that you did to, like... The characters are all, like, modified versions of the Digimon character names, and they also have dub names next to it that are similar to the English dub names for the Jap- for Digimon. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not finding anything. I'm going to send you a link to this, because it's kind of cute. Yeah, all the crossover stuff is just, like, fan fiction. There's no canonical... Well, there's that Pokemon thing that's referencing one of the pretty mm-hmm. cures, but... Like, there's no, like, actual pretty curious interacting with people. I would definitely look at that uh, once we're done. But for now. It's it's also extra funny, honestly, because, like, they changed the... Like, because they had to change the names, they also changed the names of, like, the girl Digimon characters. Oh. So instead of Mimi, it's Maggie. Oh, okay. Huh. Whose right. alter ego is Cure Pal. Oh, that's good. Let's end this episode. Okay. If you... For the first time. Yes, for the first time. <laughs> yes, that's true. I did it for the first time. If you want to talk to us about what you would cause over with Pretty Cure, you can find us on Twitter at PrePodEngage. And if you want to talk to me, Charlie, about whatever is on your mind, you can find me at Magical underscore Pride. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Twitter at Madlobot, and it says M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T, where 
you can tweet at me. I, I mean, you could. I'm not going to say you should. <laughs> and I'm also not going to give you any subject matter. Just at Cassidy uh, with no context. I mean, if you do, I, I, I reserve the rights to respond in kind. <laughs> That's true. Cassidy will respond to you however she pleases. Are you going to plug anything else? Oh, you didn't plug anything else either. Uh, I don't have anything else going on. I guess, I mean, I could plug Lovecore Gaming. Oh, no, wait, hold on a sec. No, I'm not going to plug Lovecore Gaming. Instead, I'm going to plug Otherware Podcast, which is a mask actual play podcast, which is not out yet, but there are uh, little, like, vignettes of Julia Litt from That's Litt's that are briefly introducing each characters, and if you look at the Twitter at- What's the Twitter? Is it just Otherware Pod? I don't remember. Let me look it up. Yes, if you go to Otherware Pod, uh, you will see also little cards for each of the main characters, except for one. Although by time this episode comes out, our fifth character- the fifth character should be revealed. And one of them, Phantom, is played by yours truly. So follow that Twitter account, because next month we will be releasing episodes. And you can hear me be a teen that cosplays as a ghost, essentially. And that's my plug. Okay. Uh, you can find Kids and Their Dog, which is a podcast I do with my good friend Lava, over at, at Kids and Their Dog on Twitter. Um, it's a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast. It's two years old, and... I love it. Yes, it's very good. You should definitely listen to it. I'm a little distracted because I am reading about Cure Mickey and Cure Oswald. <laughs> <laughs> who ex- are introduced in the Wasteland arc of Toontown Pretty Cure. <laughs> oh my god. Pretty Cure has some interesting crossovers that we have found. Yes, totally legitimate crossovers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Let's end this. So, until next time. We need your help, Meepo. Popo. Why do I just hit with my foot? Sounded like a soda can. I don't know what it is, because... I looked down under my desk, and I cannot see anything. So whatever I hit with my foot, it's gone now. It's a ghost soda can. Ooh, how spooky. It's very spooky. Mm Mm-hmm. That's fair. It's only used to hold ghost soda. (laughs) Which is soda that died, to be clear. (laughs) How does soda die? It, It goes flat. Hmm. I assume. I assume that would be what causes soda to die. <laughs> I didn't really think through this joke when I made it, but I thought it would be funny. <laughs> and now that we're this far into it, I'm going to say it was kind of funny. It's pretty funny. I have to give you that. I mean, yeah. that, it makes sense. Soda dies when it goes flat. So if you ever let your soda go flat, you're killing it. How could you? Drain you the- monster. Drain the life from your soda before it dies, like the true monster you are.